everybody welcome to another episode of lem me no i'm your host angel lem today i'm sitting with caesar ordonez he's the creator and coordinator of the heart of the harbor wilmington the heart of the harbor wilmington is a project created out of dreams a dream where people could share their personal lives and experiences in an effort to provide life advice the goal is for people to take a little time out of the day to listen to what others have to say and learn something from others experiences everyone has a story to tell and advice to give this project is simply the vessel that shares everyone's story and highlights the one advice that they would want to share with the rest of the world the project takes place in wilmington california a small but proud community that is the heart of the backbone of the los angeles port the project focuses on anyone who lives works volunteers or has previously lived in wilmington don't forget to add our at heart underscore of underscore the underscore harbor underscore wilmington there you can find some very emotional stories he's interviewed podcasters he's interviewed business owners um people that are living in the streets teachers he's pretty much interviewed people around wilmington and to ask him what what wish what advice would they give so um i have to say that i'm proud that i was featured on one of his articles or one of his stories so make sure you go check out his page and if you would like to be part of it you're somebody that lives in wilmington make sure you send him a dm he is looking for help so i believe he needs photographers or people that take video so if you would like to provide your services um i'm sure he will gladly let you volunteer your time so I did, I did record this episode before we were all in quarantine. I think I recorded this episode in February and I didn't release it because I was hoping that this, this whole lockdown was going to be short. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to keep it to myself for a little bit and let's see, let's see. Hopefully it's a short quarantine and hopefully people um, obey the law and obey the rules and stay at home. But unfortunately that wasn't the case so as of their recording the the deadline or the day that we're gonna be allowed to go is in may so i thought you know what why not release this episode now and let you guys hear it and hopefully if you guys could help them out once we're all done help them out and you know like he, he mentions on the on the episode that he does he would like some people he would like some help people are maybe take pictures or record some video so maybe Think about it. We're not right now. We're not doing anything. So if you are, you know, I don't know your circumstances, maybe you have some free time. Maybe this is something that you want to work on to help your community, help yourself, your portfolio. There's many reasons why you could do this. But at the end of the day, I'm sure he would love to to um, to get the help. So, like I said, make sure you send him a DM. And I'm sorry to Caesar. I'm sorry that I didn't release this episode sooner. Like I said, I was hoping that um that we were gonna go out of lockdown before before march you know a couple maybe this was gonna last at at the most two weeks but i think we're already at a month so you know what i I said you know what let's just release it and hopefully once we're all out in the world we're able to help them out so send them a dm go read his stories 
like i said um he also has a website so make sure you go check out his website you can find that at heart of the harbor wilmington.com there you, like i said you can find all his stories i would I, i'm gonna have all this info at the info no i'm gonna have all this at the description of the episode so if you want you want to know the website you want to know how to find them on instagram it all be there and as far as me i'm just holding up right here recording as many episodes as possible i'm i'm have some good guests but at the end of the day i'm trying to keep you guys entertained so if you guys could do me a small favor if you could send me some questions uh i am doing solo bolos so if you could send me questions that way i could answer some of them i want to entertain you so let's not make it all about coronavirus all right let's let's see if we could come up with something fun all right and I've been releasing some on YouTube. So if you guys could go to YouTube, subscribe, watch the videos. I need a thousand subscriptions. I have nine. So if you guys have YouTube, please subscribe to my YouTube channel. It's basically that's where I put up all the solo bolos. And I'm probably going to have some fun videos there. But I need some ideas. So if you guys have some video ideas for me. I'd really, really appreciate your help. I need to come up with, I think, 4,000 hours of views. So if you guys could just play the video on the background, you guys don't have to watch it, put it on mute, let it play. That way I could get some some money from it. You know, I really would appreciate that. Well, I need the money, I'm including myself. And also, I think right now we're doing some, I think the governor put out Angelino card. So if go check that out. If you need the money, go see if you qualify. I don't have the information with me right now, but if you guys could go check that out, go if you need the help. I, there's resources out there. Just you just gotta go look for them. All right. And like I mentioned, go please. I mean, I gotta be a little selfish here, you know. Um, go leave a review on iTunes, five stars. Um, leave a five star review. Leave a comment on the on the review part. You know, it helps when I get all sad and depressed and I question myself, should I continue this podcast? I go back and I see your lovely messages and it makes me happy and I record another episode. And also, if you guys could go, I know times are tough and I know you guys don't have the funds. I unfortunately don't have the funds and we're getting close to that May, May date where I have to subscribe to Patreon account. That is where I release all my episodes and they distribute the the episodes to itunes spotify to all the major platforms and if i don't subscribe then the this podcast will no longer be a thing so you guys can help me um i do have a gofundme find that on my instagram account there's a link on my instagram or if you need the link send me a message i'll send it to you and yeah, so right now we're at 145 dollars um I, I need a, a thousand so that's more than i had in the beginning so if you guys could just help me out, I would really appreciate it. I am starting um, some videos, like I said, and I'm hoping that I could get some some money from YouTube. I started YouTube, like I said. So all you need to do is subscribe. You guys don't need to do anything but that. And hopefully with your guys' help, I'm able to continue this podcast. Like I said, at the end of the day, I want to be able to help and I entertain you guys. And just like Caesar. I want to provide something for the next generation to read and to to maybe inspire them. So if you guys could really, if you guys could help me, I'd really appreciate it. All right, guys. So I'm gonna let you guys go, and hopefully you guys enjoy this episode. This world can hurt you. It cuts you deep and leaves a scar. Things fall apart, but nothing breaks like a heart. Nothing breaks like a heart. You on the phone last night, we live and die by pretty lies, you know it. We both know it. These silver bullet cigarettes, this burning house, there's nothing left, it's smoking. But we both know it. We got all night to fall in love, but just like that, we fall apart. We're broken, we're broken. Mm-hmm. Nothing, nothing, nothing gonna save us now. Well, this broken silence by thunder crashing in the dark, crashing in the dark. And this broken record spinning less circles in the bar, spin round in the bar. This world can hurt you, it cuts you deep and leaves a scar. Things fall apart, but nothing.
nothing, nothing, nothing gonna save us now. Nothing, nothing, nothing gonna save us now. With this broken silence, by thunder crashing in the dark. everybody welcome back so today i'm sitting with cesar ordonez he's the creator of heart of the harbor wilmington the the project where he he goes and he asks wilmington residents or just people in wilmington some advice for the youth for the next generation coming up and he actually interviewed me and i had a blast and on top of that I don't know how he did it, but he he made me sound like articulate and like I knew what I was saying. Because <laughs> thinking back at it, I was just saying a bunch of shit. And but he made it work. He polished up the turd and made me look good. So <laughs> anyway, so like I said, today I'm saying with Caesar. So first of all, I like to start every episode by asking, "How's your day?" So how's your day? It's going. Yeah. It's going. Yeah, I, I know you just got off of work, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you're a teacher, right? Yeah, I teach at Harry Bridges, mm-hmm. uh, Harry Bridges Band School in Wilmington. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how long have you been there? <clears throat> this is my eighth year. I've been there since the school opened. Oh yeah, yeah. So what were we doing before that? Um, before teaching there, I was a substitute teacher for about three years, and I just taught, uh, subbed in the harbor area, the middle schools and the high schools. I'm a special ed teacher, so I work with students with autism um, majority of the day. Now, these are students with uh, more severe disabilities, but um, at the end of the day, I teach an elective class, and my class is a college and career awareness, but I try to do a lot of life skills, just like stuff that you don't really learn in school, like how not to uh, get in debt when you get out of high school, and how to have a credit card and use it wisely, but along with all of that, I try to just spit some knowledge to them about life and how... You know how to make good choices mm-hmm. and tell them about bad choices but along the way i realized a lot of the, i they're seventh graders and um they kind of don't really want to hear it or maybe they do but it just it's like one ear and out the other ear mm-hmm. and um the one kid told me once he goes man you sound just like my dad like my, my nagging at me all the time you know <laughs> yeah so they gave me the idea last year i was like well you know what can i do what can how can i present what I'm already telling them in a different way that they might be more interested in it instead of me just being up there like talking and talking and talking to them. So um, I had been following a, a person's uh, account on Instagram. It's called Humans in New York. And this guy, I, he pretty much goes around and he, I don't know what he asks them because uh-huh. all the topics are different. And he just interviews them and it's a short glimpse of their life. So I thought, okay, this is uh, something that I can manage. I can ask somebody something, and then um, I'll take their photograph, and I'll present it to the kids. So over the summer, this last summer, I came up with the idea, like, well, let me just ask people for their advice. And then um, 
I'll see what people have to say and then I'll try to present it to the kids and that's kind of where I'm at now. Mm-hmm. And so have you have you presented it yet? Or yeah, so yeah. I started um, as soon as school started. Okay. So I essentially started walking around the community in like July. Started posting little by little and then um, I created a website because you can't go on Instagram and Facebook at school. Oh, okay. So um, every Friday I'll post, I'll like bring up like two or three interviews and then I just kind of facilitate a class discussion where I just ask them questions about like, what do you think about it? And then the kids now know they have to um, comment on each other's comments or I just ask them simple opinions. Like recently one was, what was it? Um, It was about like a homeless man and he was addicted to drugs. So I just asked them like, how many of you guys have ever, ever seen somebody or participated in doing drugs and then like half the class raised their hands and i was just kind of explaining to them like that's not something normal yeah yeah you know i mean it might be normal to us but it's not normal for seventh graders to be exposed to different kinds of drugs or people doing them or doing them yourself and then that just leads to like a class discussion so it might not be like a life-changing thing this project that i'm working on eventually as i continue with the project they might recognize somebody on there it might be like their dad's friend or the neighbor down the street or the homeless man that asked for change when they're leaving mcdonald's and after reading the interview they or the advice and their story behind the advice they might be like wow you know i never knew that person thought that way like i never thought they've even experienced that or felt that way mm-hmm. and the next time they see that person they might say hey you know what i seen you on my uh, teacher's little website and that might lead to another conversation that they might have with that individual it could be five minutes it could be an hour but a conversation that they wouldn't have had in a positive conversation with that individual about whatever it is that they end up talking about what do they think of the what you're doing your students i think a part of them like it because we're not doing any work okay you know so it's just them discussing like in groups or how does it work just a whole class discussion i'll just bring up a top i'll i'll uh, bring up an interview and then after that i just kind of pick the interview apart and then i just say like what do you think about this like does anybody know of anybody like that or what do you guys think about that or do you think like other cities experience similar things just trying to shine a light on different topics within that interview or within the story or within the advice and i just leave it at that i just figured you know maybe um they might learn something from it or it might plant a seed in them and maybe as they grow up they might someone else you know waters that seed and it just kind of flourishes you know yeah yeah so like so far like who has had the best response like which person you have you interviewed that the students pretty much are attracted the most to you know someone that might be addicted to drugs or someone who's been like their life has been turned upside down Mm -hmm. They really don't respond as much to people who are just like, oh, um, like, um, I have it all together pretty much. Yeah. No, even those, but it, there needs to be something in their life that was like, kind of like tragic. Okay. And then it's like, whoa, why, why do they, why do they lose their job or how do they end up homeless or, mm-hmm. wh- you know, like, why do they end up on drugs or, you know, why do they feel that way mm-hmm. versus like, you know, I don't know someone i'm trying to think of at the top of my head i can't really think of mm-hmm. i mean there's been quite a few interviews yeah, now yeah yeah but they're, they're they're more intrigued by the things that they're like more shocking to mm-hmm. them stuff that they really don't experience on a day-to-day basis mm-hmm. so uh, so what made you start this project so this project goes back man at least like maybe like a good like nine years um before I started teaching, I uh, had finished college and I was went traveling through Eastern Europe. And um, I was in Poland and I randomly ended up in, a, in some city because uh, it had a lake and I wanted to go hang out near a lake. And I'm sitting on a bench and a gentleman, I'm, I'm there traveling with somebody and we're trying to figure out where we're gonna stay for the night. And it was already getting dark and some gentleman walks by pushing a stroller with his daughter. And in English, he was like, hey, you know, you guys seem lost. Like, you guys need some help. And I was like, yeah, I'm looking for a place to stay. And uh, he ended up inviting us to go stay with him. 
So we went with him, and it was him, his uh, daughter, and his wife. And throughout that night, I got to know him a little better, and he started an organization in Poland where he mentored kids and did, like, inspirational, um, motivational speaking. So he was kind of, uh, he would go out on, like, expeditions. He'd, like, climb mountains and try to break, like, swimming records. And he had other people all over Poland that would do similar things. Like they might be cyclists or they did different outdoor activities, um, whether in competitions or individually. And then they would go to schools and they would talk about the things that they did and try to motivate kids in Poland to venture out of Poland or to go beyond their um, imaginary borders that are within their own city. So I was like, wow, this is kind of cool, you know. I want to go back to Wilmington and do something a little bit different. Expose the kids to something that they haven't really been exposed to, or maybe it's this, it's something that they've already heard, but presenting it to them in a different perspective. So I was I, by the end of the trip, I was like, oh, I'm going to go back to Wilmington. I'm going to make a documentary, a film documentary. And I came home and I bought fucking a lot of equipment that I didn't know how to use. I spent way too much money on stuff that I shouldn't have spent so much money on. And for about maybe a year and a half, a year, I just kind of like chased my tail. As hard as I tried, I really didn't have any real sense of direction. Like I'd be interviewing and filming stuff that didn't go together. And like, I ended up just quitting. I ended up having my son. And I was just like over it. So I quit. But um, over the years, it's kind of been like this haunting thought of like, man, I like quit on myself. Like a feeling of like wanting to do something more besides the teaching because I was already teaching at the time. But it kind of not, not really knowing like what to do. And I mean, I'd sometimes like hang out with friends and I'd start drinking and it would just like come out. And eventually they'd just be like, you know what, man, we're just kind of tired of hearing you talk about this because it's just, it's just something you always bring up and yeah. you don't do nothing about it. So just either do something or just stop talking about it because we don't want to hear it no more. <laughs> Pretty much. You yeah, know? yeah, I get you. That's how my girl, that's how she inspired me to start the show. I was like that. She's like, man, I want to start my own podcast. I want to start my own podcast. And one day she was like, I mean, you keep talking about it. Like, what's stopping you? I was like, yeah, what is stopping me? So I bought all this equipment that I didn't know how to use, and here we are, you know, uh, three years later, or two years and a, two years and a half. In May, I'm gonna be three years. So, <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, I, I feel you. I understand. Do you still have the the footage by any chance? I do. Yeah. Are you gonna do anything with it? It seems like you have more of a sense of direction since you started doing this. So, I mean, <coughs> I'd I'd like to. I try not to talk about it because mm -hmm. I don't wanna. With what I'm doing right now, I try not to, I'm just like, all right, I'm trying, I'm just doing this for the kids, but I'm trying to see where, if it just like naturally takes me in a direction that I'm not trying to go in. I don't want to limit myself to like, this is what I'm going to do, or this is where I want it to go. Cause <clears throat> every week I, I meet people new, I meet new people, or I meet people who have already known and I like rekindle that friendship. And I'm learning new stuff from all of these people. So I figured, you know, I, you never know what kind of opportunity you might get or what opportunity might come your way just by knowing somebody. Yeah. So I don't want to limit myself, but I, I think I'd, I'd, I'd like to, you know, put together a documentary at some point. Yeah, because when you interviewed me, you were recording like, oh, you took pictures of me. Yeah. You didn't record me through your through the camera. No. But I mean, maybe you could add that. Like that interview that you're doing, you can add it into it. And I mean, once you start, once you actually do the, the documentary, you can maybe splice those interviews together here and there to like, I don't know what vision you have, but yeah. I'm sure like all these conversations that, that you, that you've had, that you've recorded on right now that you have published on Instagram. If you record them, I'm sure you could use them later on, you know, once, um, once you're ready Because obviously right now Like you said You want to focus on this One thing at a time Right Yeah Maybe in the summer When the kid's out of school Maybe you could like Spend some time on yourself You know And work at it Little by little And we'll see We'll see But I mean I really enjoy what you're doing Like um, I wish I would have had something like this When I was in high school Or middle school But You know Because I didn't know What I was doing And 
maybe it would have hit me there like man you, you should at least have a little like little plan of what you want to do once you get out because i'm still i'm at a i've been out of high school for like 10 years already and i still have no sense of direction but maybe like back then maybe i could have thought about having some sense of direction and it's you're never too young you know to like make a plan for yourself obviously things happen and you might not keep them but it's all good right i mean i wasn't a bad kid growing up but i wasn't the best kid Uh uh-huh I was fortunate enough to not end up in jail or doing something bad where I'd get in more trouble. But, you know, maybe people when I was growing up were talking to me about similar stuff. I just wasn't listening. But I figured, you know, I already have the opportunity to, like, reach out to these kids because this is what I do for a living. I'm Mm -hmm. working with children. So I figured, you know, why not try to, like... Put them on some game that you know beyond the math and the english because that's great and everything like i guess you know you gotta learn some math and you gotta learn some english and mm-hmm. some history and all that but that only gets you so far yeah yeah i mean you could be you can get a's and b a's all the way through all high school and that doesn't mean you're gonna be yeah. successful in life that's true so I feel a lot of these kids need a little bit more than just math and English. Yeah. I think, like, you kind of have to learn how to be a person, you know? Like, they don't really teach you that in high school. No. Like, you have to figure that out on your own, which is understandable, but, like, you always need help, like, with the things you're going through. Maybe, like, like something that you, you said, like, how to balance your checkbook or, like, how to use a credit card. Like, that's important things that... That right now that people that graduate with me they're still having trouble because they don't they're, they're like financially like they might owe money to the bank or <coughs> for clo- their houses for closing because they don't teach us about like how to buy a house how to do all that stuff you know you got to pr- pretty much figure out when you're in high school but let's i mean you're getting them in middle school when they're like and that when they're about to like be an adult but they could already start thinking about it you know and especially if they learn it now and they put it into practice they could start building their credit and once they go to college they'll have some credit maybe not have to like owe that much money to like the student loans or maybe their rate might be low i don't know it just uh i just <laughs> just i just barely touch on topics oh. you know half most of the time the kids are just kind of like over their head you yeah. know but they enjoy it i try to make it as fun as possible but but i mean you you have this in social media and they're always in social media yeah. so like i'm sure they might if they they're going through something they might go back to like something that you talked about in one of the conversations and they might be able to read that interview again since i mean they know you they they know that you have an instagram and all this stuff is there so they might not tell you but they might be they might be going back and like pretty much reading it for themselves and dissecting it themselves and maybe they're they're, they might not share it in class because it hits hard yeah. They don't want to talk about it, but in private, they might go back to it, and you never know. But yeah, it's it's cool though. I like that you're doing this. But even you know, I feel that uh, even though it's geared towards the youth, like even as an adult, you can kind of learn something. Oh from. yeah, definitely. Because like as I'm doing all the interviews, it's like the person is speaking to a greater audience, not. But I'm just like the facilitator of of this interview. Yeah, yeah. But um more often than not when i'm listening to the person speak it's like they're talking to me mm-hmm. and you know people make me cry or people make me sad or like people make me happy during the interview mm-hmm. just because like they're speaking to me you know mm-hmm. and i'm always walking away like wow you know like i remember what that felt like or like dang i almost feel like sometimes they're talking to me yeah, yeah. they're giving me advice yeah yeah so like who who have you had on that had the most impact in you personally um, I right now I just recently spoke to the kids about uh, someone their brother committed suicide. Oh wow! Okay. And then they battled with a little bit of depression themselves. But just as simple, I had an aunt that uh, committed suicide. Mm-hmm. So when she was talking to me, it kind of just brought back those feelings oh, okay. of of, uh, of like what I felt like, you know. And I was a young kid when mm-hmm. I went through that. So during that time, I didn't know how to deal with that sort of stuff you know so it made me sad and i kind of like brought back those feelings and then you know she just spoke about how like did not give up and 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 uh when you feel if you're not feeling if you're feeling depressed or or not happy you know to like just find somebody to talk to and 
And I just, I spent the whole entire period just kind of talking to the kids about that. And even though they were kind of like, we're like done with it, I just yeah, yeah. wanted to overemphasize because at any point in your life, people can feel depressed. Oh, yeah. And it's an, it's an issue with mm -hmm. people from youth to adults. So yeah. just kind of telling them like, you need to find somebody to talk to. So that was like the most recent one that I identified with. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean... Especially at that age, like they have all those hormones, they have so many feelings. Like, I think that's that's a time when like you need to teach them. Like, you know, like if you need to talk to somebody, go reach out. You know, there's there's websites, there's numbers you could call, there's places you could go to. Like, I'm sure your school has a counselor that could like maybe talk to them about that. Or I'm not really sure, but yeah. you know, like there's people that could help you talk it out you don't need to resort to those extremes you know yeah like that's something permanent right there and not only does that affect you but it affects the people that care and love you you know and you have so much ahead especially at that age like you could do so much that your your feelings like you could like eventually like work that out and see why that's bothering you so much and you know you never know maybe one day you'll get like not over it but you'll be able to like figure out why like that's causing so much depression or so much pain that you can maybe find a way to get around it. But I mean, those are important things. Yeah. And you know, I just try to tell the kids like, you know, through these people's stories and advice that like you, you can learn from other people. Like sometimes you're going to need to learn for yourself and make a mistake or learn from someone that's doing something good. And you can follow on that path, but you know, the, you might not have to take all of the interviews and all of the little stories that I share, like, like, yes, you know, but it's like, um, you could learn something from them if you just like pay attention. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, like uh, the one recently it was like, man was homeless and they're just like, well, why did he end up home? Why is he homeless? And I'm just mm -hmm. like, nobody, um, Nobody wakes up one day and they're just deciding like, well, I'm just going to give up on everything. I'm just going to be homeless. Like oh, yeah. it's a process. Yeah. And everything that you do is, um, you have, you make choices mm -hmm. and they, I'm going to tell them, I related to them in school right now. I was like, you choose to sit next to someone in class. And like, maybe you might talk too much and maybe you might not do your work. And then that might mean that you do get a bad grade on your test. And so I was like, everything has a consequence, whether it's a good consequence or a bad consequence. Mm -hmm. So I was like, you need to learn how to make like good choices because one choice leads to another. I mean, one decision makes another decision. So it's like if you're on the right path um, and you, you're doing what you need to do, like you're just going to keep moving forward and moving up. But if you start making bad decisions, like one thing leads to another thing and another thing leads to another thing. And then you get yourself in a deep hole and then now you're failing like four of your classes or something. Yeah, yeah. It's all so, choices. It's all choices. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, at least you have those articles there, those interviews where people are talking about the choices they made and maybe like they could see that for themselves, you know. I mean, that's perfect right there. So, I mean, you, you mentioned that somebody took you in when you were looking for somewhere to like to sleep or to yeah. stay the night. Have you gone back and see and seen uh, how he's doing the Polish man? Uh, no, no, I haven't. I haven't spoken to that guy in a really long time. Mm -hmm. Um, I would keep in touch once in a while, but it's been years since I've spoken to him. Mm -hmm. So, like, uh, so do you know that's still going on? What he's doing there since no, you lost touch? No, I don't know. Mm. I, I just know that he had like it was a pretty big organization that he mm -hmm. had in Poland. Okay, yeah. And um, how old did you start traveling? Like, how old were you when you started doing that? Um, man, I've been traveling like a lot since I just graduated high school. Mm -hmm. I would, I do a lot, a lot of backpacking. Okay. And, um, so what made you want to do all that? Cause I mean, honestly, like you don't hear too many Hispanics or like people from Wilmington or from this area to like to do that. You know, usually you have to have some money to trust fund. Some people <laughs> no, to so pay I, it off. I just, um, I think it all started as a kid. My parents would send me to Mexico. I had a lot of family over there. So like, I mean, I was probably like eight years old or something. And I'd spend a month in Mexico without my parents. My family would pick me up at the airport and I'd, I learned to be um, without my parents at a very young age and just start exploring without them. Mm -hmm. So I always had like 
as much as I enjoyed growing up in Wilmington, I always, um, while in high school, I just couldn't wait to like get out of the city <laughs> and see what else was out there. And so I just started working and saving all my money. When all my friends sometimes would go out, go to a bar or go do whatever, I'd just kind of do something else to, to be able to save my money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I would just buy a plane ticket one way mm-hmm. and I would just bum it, to be perfectly honest, like just get by, you know? on like whatever I could and I'd travel as long as I could and then I'd, until my money ran out and then I'd buy a one-way plane ticket home on a credit card mm-hmm. and then I'd just like go back to work and pay off that, you know, flight and mm-hmm. then I'd just keep going about, going to school and then scrapping away, saving some money and then I'd buy like another one-way plane ticket again <laughs> and I'd just be gone as long as I could. It could be a month, three months. Wow. I've, I've gone as long as like almost a year. Dang. From uh, I started in Guadalajara and I went all the way through Central America uh-huh. um, by land, and then from uh, in Colombia I sailed for two weeks from Colombia to oh from Panama to Colombia in the Caribbean, and then from from there I went from uh, Colombia all the way down to Bolivia. And then, <laughs> yeah, from then then Bolivia you flew over here, and or then what? I just flew home. <laughs> wow. So like, what was that like? Like sailing for two weeks, being at sea for two weeks. How, what was that like? It was amazing. <laughs> yeah? yeah. What were you doing? Like helping clean the like the boat or what? No. So I was in Panama City. I was traveling with the buddy and we were in a casino. And uh, we we're just having some drinks at the bar. And we we're sitting next to a German couple that were retired. And they were sailing in the Caribbean. And we were talking about how we needed to get to to Colombia from Panama. And there's no road that connects Panama and Colombia. It's called the Darwinian Gap. There's, it's, uh, it's still jungle. So you either gotta fly or you gotta take a boat. And so we didn't wanna spend the money on a flight and we're just like, trying to figure out and just talk about like how the hell we're gonna get mm-hmm. to Colombia when the German couple, we started having a conversation and they ended up giving us a ride on their sailboat. Wow. And uh, we met them in a, a city in Panama in the Caribbean and then we sailed for two weeks Wow! and they left us in uh, Cartagena uh-huh. Colombia what was that like sailing for two weeks with some strangers honestly I had already been used to it because we like I mean uh, I probably like hitched like half of the trip so we were sometimes you show up in like little small like cities in the coast and they're just like little fishing villages like there I don't even have a hotel so I would just go and walk around and ask people like, oh, do you guys know somebody that'll let us stay in their house and we'll pay them. And then we'd eventually find somebody and yeah. we'd just give them some money and we would stay there a few days or sometimes we'd stay like a week or two. You'd be surprised when you're not like out sightseeing or like spending a lot of money traveling, um, not traveling, but like when you go on vacation and you only have a week to go on a vacation, people typically want to go all out. You know, they want to stay in a big fancy hotel. They want to um, go to the nicest restaurants or go on like tours and whatnot. So, you know, let's say on their vacation, they spend like $1,500. Well, you can go to like Guatemala, the most uh, poorest country in Central America. And like $1,500 will last you like a lot. Like you can get a really nice room for like 10, 15 bucks a night and you could eat a really good meal in the evening in the street for like a dollar. Wow, okay. And just, you could travel, it's like a dollar an hour a bus ride, and the, or you could hitchhike for free. And then um, you just kind of hang out and you walk around, hang out at the beach. And so you really don't spend a lot of money. That's true. Yeah, because I mean, I would think, have you gone to like Italy? Like, have you... So I've been, I went to Western Europe when I was like 20. Mm-hmm. We, I did a trip from uh, from France and I just did all the Western countries. Okay. So like, like we, you would stay at like hostels or? Yeah, I would stay in hostels. Dang, I, 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 I've, like, I just went to, I, I went to Italy, like, I think in August or September. And I was debating whether to stay like at a hostel, but then... We, we we saw Hostel the movie, <laughs> and like we're like well, fuck that we're not gonna do that like to get killed. But man, like that's really really like that's really cool that you did that because especially at that age, like I mean that's what you want to do. Like when you're young, you want to travel sightsee. You have really no like 
big responsibility so you could do that so have you like do you talk to your students about that sense about traveling when yeah, you're I young t- i tell them all the time i'm just like you just gotta get out and you gotta see the world you know uh-huh. and <laughs> pretty much just tell them like the only person that's gonna hold you back is yourself i mean yeah. You could be like financially not have the money to do it, but if you save enough, I mean, you could go. I I kind of break it down. And I'm like, let's say Guatemala. I'm like, you can go to Guatemala, or Costa Rica, and you get a flight for like 500 bucks, mm-hmm. and then you could stay there for a week, and it doesn't really cost you as much as you think it does. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of getting past the insecurity of like going somewhere so far away mm-hmm. where you don't know anything. And, but you'd be surprised, like half the time, you know, let's say I went to uh, Morocco or Thailand and you don't even know the language, but you just, it always just works out one way or another. <laughs> wow. I, I'm not that type of person. Like you just, you end up, I'm, you end up, I mean, it is like, you don't always end up where you want to, yeah, but yeah. You, it just works out one way. I'm still here. So yeah, no, yeah, yeah, that's true. But man, like. <laughs> going with no plan like fuck it we'll figure it out when we get there like in thailand nobody speaks the language like have, have you ever been like in like a sketchy situation i'm sure you've gotten yeah. like into i've gotten robbed like quite a few times yeah. in different countries <laughs> probably the most sketchiest was uh in panama when i was about to sail to the caribbean uh-huh. through the caribbean um it was a uh, the little city it was like a really small port and that weekend they were gonna have a this huge festival so there was a lot of people coming into the town and we had like this great idea like there was like a spanish fort just as they entered the city and we were like oh let's camp out here for the night before we get on the boat and in the middle of the night like three guys uh, it was just me and my friend in the tent and then in the middle of the night like three guys woke us up because they speak spanish they're like money no kill like shaking the tent and uh, my buddy opened the tent and a guy, they all had machetes. Oh. And he like grabbed my buddy's head and like pulled his head up and just put a machete to his neck. Ooh. And um, we had like little dummy wallets okay. with like credit cards and some money, and we just handed it to him, and they ended up just leaving. <laughs> so how how did you know that you need to needed to have like some dummy wallets? Oh, you know? well that 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 happened off like my first trip, you know, oh. when I gave him my real wallet with all my money in it. Oh, so after that, I always learned. Even to this day, when I go traveling somewhere, uh-huh. I always have a my actual wallet uh-huh. that I use is not even the real wallet. Uh-huh. I keep my money like. Another another pocket, you know. Yeah. Do you keep it in your sock or something? <laughs> I just I, and I never carry all my money in the same pocket. I'll like uh-huh. spread it around different pockets. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But if, if every time I or in the times I've gotten robbed, I just give them that fake wallet with some money and expired credit cards, and they always leave. <laughs> What's some advice you could give people like that want to travel, like that want to do what you're doing, like backpacking? Just go. <laughs> Just, just the first step is to buy a plane ticket. Yeah, yeah. Find somewhere you want to go and buy your plane ticket, and the rest will just work itself out. Yeah, but uh, like even the route part, where like try like to hit some places so, in the water at least. So, um, well, I mean, of course, you pick somewhere that you find some sort of interest in, and um, I mean. I probably wouldn't travel as much anymore in hostels because I have a little bit more money and I have like kids and stuff. But hostels are a great place to meet people because mm-hmm. there's always like a ton of travelers through all over the world. They all like come together in these hostels. So even if you don't even know where you want to go or let's say if you want you have no one. I think a lot of people have a problem because uh, they want to do something, but they don't have anybody to, that wants to do it with them. True. They're like, oh, I really want to go to France, but nobody wants to go with me. Like, mm-hmm. so you'll never be alone if you don't want to be alone when you travel because you're all if you stay in a hostel you're gonna find other people that are traveling too whether it's a guy or a girl and then you just like make friends and then you just next thing you know you're like off to some other city with these people or if you don't know where to go you're gonna you're gonna meet people that just like they're all coming from somewhere or they're all going somewhere and then you start chopping it up with them and they'll They'll tell you of some place that sounds really exciting, and then you just keep moving along that way. Wow. All right. That's cool. That's some good advice for people. Like, I'm sure I have some listeners that want to travel, but don't really have the money. I mean, like you said, buy the ticket. Don't worry about it. Let life figure out itself. And <laughs> at the, I mean, 
Where's I mean, I where's mean, comes to where's you can sell your booty over there <laughs> and make well, a little cash, you know? I mean, people get themselves in debt over some shoes yeah, and true. clothes, or they go out to a bar and spend well, hundred, two hundred dollars on buying drinks for their friends. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it just depends on what you want to spend your money on, you know? Yeah, I mean, expend it, spend it on the experience, you know? Nobody's gonna be able to take that from you, like. Somebody could rob your shoes, they could take your stuff, you could like get into an accident and wreck your car, but an experience like that, seeing that you traveled and being like surrounded by a new culture, a new new place, like I'm sure you could, you'll, that'll stay with you forever, you know? And I mean, people don't have to stay in hostels, you know, you can go and stay in a reasonable hotel that's not like mm-hmm. super expensive, but to me, I'm not going to spend a lot of money on... A super super expensive hotel as long as I feel safe and it's clean yeah yeah. because I spend most of my time outside okay. I just you know when you go I mean I don't know I don't want to be in my room when I go oh, travel yeah. somewhere so it's just I rather spend my money on everything else besides like spending it all on a room true expensive room because yeah. I'm not even there most of the time yeah you're gonna be out and about anyway so why yeah that's pretty much the most expensive thing besides the plane I mean besides the plane like the the way to get there like the hotel having a you know but just or, also i mean just be safe too don't <laughs> don't don't go for the cheapest thing and then there's like lime like there's like mold all over the place like oh yeah for you sure like go look at some yelp reviews like use technology also don't don't just go off of yeah. like or just buy a plane ticket <laughs> rent a motorcycle and just start, oh there you go just go for just ride it until yeah, yeah. you yeah, yeah. You get tired and then you rent a room and you just keep on going. True, true. So tell me about your life in Wilmington. Like, where did you grow up in Wilmington or in San Pedro? Uh, so I started off in San Pedro until I was in, uh, I moved to Wilmington when I was in the second grade. Uh-huh. So I've been in Wilmington ever since, um, off and on, well, all up until all the way up through high school. Uh-huh. And then, um, after high school, I, start, I went to Harvard College and Cal State Long Beach. But after I graduated from Cal State Long Beach, I started moving around a little bit, but I ended up coming back. Mm-hmm. So I've lived in Wilmington most of my life. Yeah, but so, like, what was it like for you, though, growing up in Wilmington? So I was uh, definitely the type of kid where it's like my mom and dad were like, oh, we only want you to ride your bike on this block, you uh-huh. know? And then, but I went down two blocks, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. And um, I just was all over the place. Uh-huh. So I, I had already been out like all over the city and other cities by the time I even graduated high school. I think that's where my desire to want to like keep seeing more was. But I mean, I enjoyed my experience growing up in Wilmington for, for the most part. I knew that like um, there was more out there for me. Mm-hmm. And that's why I wanted to like venture out of Wilmington and go explore other places. And, and so like... Once you told your parents, I mean, obviously they, they they allowed you to go out if they let from eight years old, you're already exploring Mexico. Oh, no, they didn't want me to go. Oh, no? No, not really. What? I would figure, I mean, they let you go. I mean, obviously it's because of family. You're going to no. go see your family. And I, they... I just, uh, they were fearful because they hadn't done anything like that before. Mm-hmm. But my, they already knew that it was something that I was going to do regardless. So they just learn they just had to just accept it and trust me so like your kids like how many kids do you have i have a i have an eight-year-old son or uh-huh. he's about to be eight in march and then i have a newborn she's about to be two months all right congratulations thank you and um so your eight-year-old do you tell him about like the interviews that you do oh yeah he's with me like a mo- majority most- of the time uh-huh. so like do you talk to him about, about like the the conversations you've had like with the people like to kind of break it down for him we'll talk about it briefly but he's so young that it just kind of doesn't really resonate with him Mm -hmm. but i'm happy that he's there because he knows what i'm doing Mm -hmm. and i i just like i feel that's just a positive exposure for him even if it's just kind of he thinks it's boring Uh (laughs) i mean he does he's just like oh another interview you Uh know (laughs) yeah but i mean he I think as he gets older, he's going to appreciate the fact that I was doing something like that. Mm-hmm. Even if it's something that he would want to do, he'd be like, oh, you know, it was kind of cool that my dad took me to do all this stuff. We'll go everywhere. Mm-hmm. I'll like walk down random alleys with him and we'll talk to people who live in those alleys and um, 
sometimes we end up hanging out and having really long conversations with these people. It could be like an hour and we're just sitting on the floor talking to somebody mm-hmm. who's living in an alley, you know? Mm-hmm. And so while he doesn't completely understand, like he does, like, I, I feel that it's um, a good exposure for him because he's starting to like already like learn how um, choices put you in different situations. Like, mm-hmm. it's, you know, before I said choices, you know, so... He, I don't think he can connect all the dots yet, but yeah. just a simple exposure and just learning how to like talk to people and not be afraid to talk to somebody mm-hmm. you don't know and just um, you know learn learning how to handle himself in the streets. Yeah, yeah. Who are the people that you do you have on? It's a, it's it's a mixture of people, some people who I've grown up with mm-hmm. or friends of friends, but sometimes I'll just um, pick at random like. People, I've already kind of gone through a lot of the people who I think might want to do like just within my own like contacts in my mm-hmm. phone. But sometimes I'll just go on my Instagram with friends who I used to know and I'll just send somebody a message. And then sometimes I'll just send a random person a message who I don't even know. Mm-hmm. And then I just like walk around the city sometimes and just ask complete strangers. <laughs> have you like, I mean, you, you have pretty expensive equipment, you know, and like how do you approach the people like a stranger i always like tell them oh i live in wilmington i'm a teacher and uh you know maybe like half the people are willing to do the interview and then out of like half of those some of them are kind of not to say that they aren't good but they they don't really open up you know they're, they're kind of very short in general i mean i've had people tell me like just to like fuck off you know yeah but i mean i I've, i had to learn how to like not take things personal even people who i like know really well who don't want me uh who don't want to do the interview and i just have to realize like not everybody wants to do it and that's okay yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not for everybody to like share um yeah. something about themselves so i've had people who told me that they didn't want to do it or now wasn't the right time and then they end up like it could be like a month or two later they send me a message like oh like let's meet up and like so when you start out your project like what what were you trying to accomplish i would like to to use this as a pedestal whether it gets a little bit of momentum or it doesn't and you know whether it's like um writing a grant and using this as a as a pedestal to to kind of shine a little bit of light on uh doing something different in the community like maybe like I don't know, bringing a new sort of program to Harry Bridges where, you know, they teach people can come. I mean, I, I don't want to start any program myself, like, but finding maybe an existing program like the Wilmington Teen Center and um, using what I'm doing to maybe like get a grant and maybe like they take kids to the snow. They've never been to the snow or in the summer they get some money and buy some surfboards and they all get to go to the beach or something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Just exposing them to things that they haven't been exposed to. Maybe using this project to um, bring in some money or some donations or some write, write some grants and then exposing the kids to something different. Maybe one thing I'd like to, to gain from this podcast is um, I've started thinking about maybe allowing other people to collaborate with what I'm doing and particularly photographers. So I figured, you know, I only have access to a certain amount of people within my network, you know, (laughs) but, you know, there's a lot of other people who live in Wilmington that have like different kinds of friends or are exposed to different kinds of people. Mm -hmm. And if um, there's a photographer out there that wants to um, take some pictures of people and they know some people with some good stories, uh, I'm just looking for a an interview and a story to tell i mean you don't even have to take a picture of their face and they can portray the person however they want and give them a little recognition for their fo- for their photographs mm-hmm. and i get some more stories to tell yeah well i mean i'm sure we could we could help you with that like i've actually reached out to people to be on your like to be interviewed by you but like one of them was like oh like like, I don't know what to tell him. I'm like, it's just advice. Like, yeah, but I'm going to be cursing and stuff like that. I'm like, he'll put it out. He'll just put an asterisk and stuff. But, yeah. like, I don't think he'll take that. Like, if you have a message and, like, I don't know where you're going through, but I'm sure, like, he could benefit from it. Anybody, you know, everybody has a story to tell. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I'm sure, like, I'll look into it. I'll see. Like, I know a couple of people. I don't know if that's something that 
they all do, but that, what, what am I gonna lose? You know, just if I tell them. I just figured I'm just throwing it out there. It's not even like. Yeah, no. I mean, of course, like that's what we're here for—to help each other. So if I can help you, like I'll look for you. I'll look for people, and I'm sure my, the listeners, like your amateur photographer, this is a passion of yours. You haven't really been pursuing it. This is something that you've been wanting to do. Like I'm sure this is the perfect start. You know. Yeah. There's really no nothing at stake. You're actually just helping somebody, and you're getting your work out there. And people are gonna read it. They're gonna see your pictures, and I'm sure that could build into something else. You know, it's just we gotta be little bridges, just helping each other cross, cross from one point to the next. And hopefully, we get to our destination, and we don't have to get a boat to sell <laughs> to Panama. You know, but we'll see, we'll see. So I know we're gonna wrap it up. So what's and like I know you ask. Uh, well, so first of all, like what do you ask the when you interview the person? What do you ask them? I just ask him if you could give the youth one advice, what would that advice be? And then based on um, a personal experience that they've had uh-huh. to make a to make it personal to them, that advice and their life. All right, so I'm asking you the same question. So an advice they could give you, though, you when you were the so, age that you're picturing that somebody getting that advice from us. So I'm just going to give the advice because it's where I'm at in my life, particularly with this project. Okay. Um, to now to to kind of like look past or work past your insecurities mm-hmm. and to not allow the opinions of others to dictate the directions that you take in life because for me it took me a while to get this project going because I was feeling insecure about what people would think about me for doing this project like oh I wonder they're gonna think I'm dumb or weird or crazy mm-hmm. and just moving past that and thinking to myself like it doesn't matter what these people think because if they got something bad to say then who cares you know they're still gonna say it yeah they're still gonna say and i'm still gonna be here you (laughs) know and then also as i started going through the project people don't always have something good to say or they you know they want to talk shit yeah or not say something positive and uplifting and and some of those people might be the closest to you. It could be family, it could be friends, it could be someone who you look up to, and just realizing that it doesn't even matter. Yeah, you know, it's, they're just some words from someone, you know. And so my advice to the youth or to just people in general is to just you do what you want to do, and and try to overcome the insecurity of like that thing that you want to do, and not allow the opinions and. The words of other people to prevent you from from moving forward and pursuing that that thing that you want to do mm-hmm. i mean that's perfect right there like perfect advice so before we go like how can people pretty much be on your be featured on your okay. article and how can they reach you so um <coughs> on instagram i think it's uh it's heart underscore harbor or heart underscore of underscore Harbor Harbor underscore underscore Wilmington and then on Facebook it's just Heart of the Harbor Wilmington so but if you just Google Heart of the Harbor Wilmington it'll Uh come up on Instagram and Facebook Uh, there's also a website uh, Heart of the Harbor Wilmington and just send me a DM and then like do do they need to like send you their story first no they just send send me a message and tell me that you're interested and then we'll just take it from there alright well I mean don't be shy if you if you've lived in Wilmington, if you currently live in Wilmington, or if you spend a lot of time in Wilmington, yeah. So this is the perfect time for you to tell your story. I know I might not have you on the show, but this is the perfect place, you know, to tell your story. Like I mostly focus on people doing arts, like in the arts. That's why I say I might not have you on the show. Yeah. But like you feature everyday people, you know, and I like to talk to everyday people, and I want to know everyday people's story. And I feel this is the perfect platform for people that do have something to say that might not have like equipment to tell it to. This is the perfect time. So like I said, we're going to wrap it up. But before we go, um, I like to play a game called Seven. So for any new listeners, Seven is a word association game where um, you're going to he's going to choose a category. And based on the category, I'm going to give him some clues. So it's called Sevens because um, it's going to. I'm a, it's going to be seven questions and he's going to have seven seconds to answer each question. So the whole thing is at the end of the year, I'm going to give my guests with the high score. I'm going to give him something right now. We're playing for the let me know underwear. So 
everybody close your eyes real quick so it's my face in the front and the logo in the back all right so i mean it could and, and valentine's day is just around the or was just around the corner because i already this episode's gonna be featured after valentine's day but i mean you could have you could have used these underwear to set the mood or to get the person out the mood i don't know it's your i don't know what you think of me but i think i'm pretty cute anyways anyway so like i said so the categories are general movies tv shows celebrities music sports broadway food animals the 70s the 80s 90s the 2000s the corresponding music stand-up superhero mo- um, music hip-hop Movie horror, movie action, movie comedy, movie rom-com, movie award winners, football, baseball, basketball, and hockey. All right, so we're going to do the best of two. And my advice is go for something not only you're good at, but I'm also going to be good at. That you think I might be good at. Because I am giving you the clues. So if I take a while to give you a clue, I'm costing you points because I'm taking time. Well, I like to eat, so I'm going to say food. (coughs) All right, man. I like to eat, too. So we'll see. So like I said... Um, 49 seconds and each second's a point. So let's, let's work together and see. I mean, I don't know if you want my underwear, my crotch in your <laughs> face, but once you get them, it's all you. All right. Two, one. Um, you cook in the, like you heat your food, not in the microwave, but uh, stove pan. Um, it's a, it's a type of berry. It's red. You, Blueberry, raspberry. Yeah. Um, it's really spicy usually Chili's they, they put it with sushi they pair with sushi it's green uh, like a paste oh shit right, um milk and like ice cream you no 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 like in your coffee you could add creamer this. Uh, okay i'll give it to you and it's like the dough whip what is it made out of the dough whip yeah yeah whipped cream no the the a fruit okay um it's a uh, ice cream but they put a, a fruit in it and they, with the ice cream uh, a split it's a a okay um pepperoni like little caesar's pizza oh, i mean hud place hud domino's would do that sell pizza yeah, yeah. see that's why that's <laughs> what i'm saying like i cost you points it's because, all good so it was you only got eight so it was stove <laughs> it was strawberry but i gave you raspberry and wasabi that's wasabi. Where you, yeah yeah green and then I like there's a song milk and sugar da, 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 so that's why I said milk I uh, got it yeah yeah then I was trying to say coffee and then whatever and then pineapple the dough whip like they make it out of pineapple oh your banana split like if they use a fruit for the and then pizza so now <laughs> since I mean you got eight you could do better I know you can't so I'm gonna choose for you all right. so we're gonna do general all right it could be anything um, airplanes, what did they do in the sky? Fly. Um, oak, um, they're outside. Tree? Yeah. Um, what's this? Not a laptop, but what else? Computer. Um, cow hide, what is it? Like, they Skin. make jackets. Hide, or... leather. Uh, again, a blank split. Banana split. When you're hungry, what do you do? Eat, grub. Um, Paris. Eiffel Tower. No, but what's the country or France? Yeah, country, right? Yeah, France. All right, cool. cool. Twenty-six. All right, so the high score I didn't say it, but it was thirty-two. Got it. So you got twenty-six. Still good. Still good. It's not <laughs> worthy of getting the underwear, but it's all good. I'm sure I'll sell them later on in the future. <laughs> all right. So like I said, that's gonna be it. But before I go, I just want to remind you guys you can find me at iTunes and Spotify. Basically, if you go to google and then you type in let me know pod you can find everything anywhere on the the podcast is at. but um please go itunes leave me a five-star review those really really help um not only because sometimes i get sad and i like to look at them but also because other people also read them and it convinces them to press play and especially something like this where not only us are benefiting from it from the stories that we read but also the the future generation will too so just go leave a review and uh, like i and like like caesar said if you have a story then you feel like you want to tell it go reach out to him and you never know somebody might um, resonate with it and it might help them go through their day and have a better day and have a better future and um i have hats i have t-shirts you can find the hats at let me know oh you can find the hats at santa boutique and you can find my shirts at t- uh, teespring.com. 
right, that's it for me. I'm gonna let you guys go, but before I go, I just wanna thank you guys for letting me be part of your day. All right, so next time I'll see you. Bye. song has been brought to you by let me know podcast new episode every week available on all streaming platforms